internet issues are a thing of the past. Really? That's fucking amazing. They're fixed. Yeah, all I had to do wow. was put my repeater up to the fucking top floor. And, I, uh, I would make fun of you that it was that simple, but I don't even know what that simple. is. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't make fun of you. Joke's on you. You can't make fun of me. Um. Yeah, now maybe I'll have the bad internet because I am in my in-law's basement. And I am... Uh, it's going to be a low T from this guy tonight. Well, I, I was going to say, does that mean you're going to be less offensive, less offensive well, than usual? Because they can't if, hear you. If I was a mature adult, that would be the reason or the fact that my baby's asleep in the other room. But it's actually because I drank the tap water and then shot my insides out. <laughs> so I feel there's under the weather. It's also why I'm wearing a hoodie when I'm usually the hottest guy around. Yeah, I gotta say, Alberta's good for your complexion. You're looking less red than normal. I think it's just the lamps they have in the basement. <laughs> it's the complete lack of sunlight. <laughs> it actually rained all day here. It was nuts. It rained Damn. more here than in Vancouver. Yeah. Damn. They actually have green grass here. Damn. That must it's, be nice. Yeah. You can you can light fires. Vancouver stuff. Yeah. Wherever you want. People be lighting fires. Walking down the street, lighting, lighting fires in, in oil drums and trash cans. We were in a park in Bonas in Calgary because we met up with my brother. And there's these idiots lighting a fire like at the campsite. Well, it wasn't a campsite. It was just a park. And they're throwing in like bricks of paper. And it was just like paper, like embers raining down everywhere. Like the ash was like snow. And they're like, we don't care. <laughs> it's Alberta. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know, this level of freedom. Might be a bit too That's much. Classic. Oh, you don't. Place. Yeah, you don't find that here. <laughs> yeah, no. I think I'm starting to think that people can't handle freedom, that we shouldn't just give it to them. It should be yeah. like in uh, Starship Troopers, where you have to become a citizen by earning it. Yeah, but I should be grandfathered in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, does your internet still lag a bit behind? No, I don't think so. Oh, just you tell me. Waiting for me to talk because I'm low teased because you don't know when I'm done. No, I was waiting for you to stop talking so yeah. I can say, hey, everyone, welcome <laughs> to episode 200 and wait, 45, 245 of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring. I'm your co-host, Derek Volan. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. Low T, Dale DeRuder. Low T. I got a pumpkin. Finally caught up with me. I'm fucking high. It. I got a pumpkin. Pumpkin spice latte. It officially feels like fall here, so I'm just like, like it's nice. been cool. Uh, what the first two weeks? I'm I'm like the biggest fucking PSL fan ever, mm -hmm. and but when Starbucks released them in like the back half of August, it was still fucking thirty degrees here. And Dale, you were drinking PSLs. Oh yeah, I was. And I was like, it's too three. hot. Like, I'm like almost already. There's, there's sick nothing of them. enjoyable. I like. I bought PSL pods how, for my. How many have you Keurig. had? I've had like five from Starbucks, and then I had like the disgusting abortion of one from Tim Hortons. Don't try it. It just tastes like chemicals. <laughs> yeah, and don't try anything. Because the one from Starbucks is delicious because it just tastes like cream and sugar and a slight pumpkin spice. Whereas from everywhere else, it just tastes like chemicals and fake sugar. It's not as good as PSL, as uh, Starbucks. Starbucks OG winner. Yeah. Which you know what's the probably, 20th anniversary Allegedly of them? has real, real pumpkin. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, they must have not come out in Canada 20 years ago because I feel like I feel like it was like five years ago they came out. I know that's wrong, but that's what it feels like. Are you Googling it? Yeah. Bro, you should just believe me. I'm like, <laughs> you Mr. should just believe guy. Me. The guy who believes <laughs> every conspiracy theory that floats across his desk. I don't and, believe uh, them all. I just am well versed in them and say I'm an enthusiast because that way. If they make me look like an idiot in the after the fact, I could just say I don't believe that. Yeah, two thousand three. Really in Canada? In Canada? Uh oh no. Yeah. Hold it on. Must have been a while Release ago. Here. Canada. Canada. Uh, 
when did PSL launch in Canada? Uh, when did, yeah, it's a, apparently yeah. it's been around. So it di it didn't get popular until the internet made it popular, I guess. Yeah, right. It's always been popular. True, True for most things. Has it though? Yeah. Dude? I Has feel like PSL though, was popular right when it came out. And then the internet made fun of it because it was like, because it was the thing, it was basically the thing that started the basic white girl thing, right? Yeah. The basic B word white girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, how weird is it that PSL outlasted Uggs? Like nobody wears Uggs anymore, but that was part of the basic white girl uniform. No, we, no, they're still, hold on, basic white girl. People don't wear Uggs anymore. They wear them in their, they wear them in their basic white girl fall photos, which like everyone batting down the hatchet is your Instagram is going to be littered with photos of women in Uggs and jeans and chunky sweaters and big old wide brimmed hats in a pumpkin patch holding a fucking PSL. Uh, and that's basic it's basically uh it's basic white girl season it's the happiest time of year <laughs> it's girls girls I, have I can't to go disagree I, I love me a good pumpkin patch girls have to go like basic b-word white girl pumpkin patch like wholesome looking girl as like a purge of their emotion and souls before they like pick out their slutty halloween costume it's true. That's th those are the four seasons. Yeah. Basic white girl fall, slutty Halloween costume. And then whatever else they do. Yeah, and then like Chris Christmas and everything else. I don't fucking know. Christmas fucking and bikinis. Know. There you go. It's basic fall know. white girl, slutty Halloween, Christmas, and bikinis. That's the only the only stages of being That's a woman. That's it. There's yeah. no in between. No. Uh Dale. Yes. What's happening in the world of uh, what happened on Twitter again? Because I like I occasionally every few days I'll like, oh, shit. Hold on. Every few days I'll log into Twitter just to yeah. like see what's going on or if I want to like see how people are reacting to like sports happenings. Uh, I'll go to Twitter for that. Like Sports. the Nick Chubb injury, uh, like what? the exactly like the Nick Chubb injury, what? which uh, prayers up to Nick Chubb. But dude, he only dislocated his knee. I thought his leg dude, fell his off. His leg fully, he fucking bent. Though it looked like uh, what's that movie with the robots? And but the robots like their legs bend the other the other way instead of like forward like human legs. They bend like they bend like this way instead of like yeah. that way. That's what his leg fucking bent. He looked it looked like a robot leg. Dude, it was so gross they didn't even pay the play the replay on t live TV. They're like, yeah, that's too gross. We're not sure. They you. did. They played it at the stadium, and you could hear the whole stadium just being like, oh, like all the fans <laughs> in the stands. It was fucking brutal. Dude, uh, Nick Chubb's getting carried out on a stretcher, and he hears everybody in the crowd just puke. reacting to it. He's shit. like, oh, yeah. damn, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, I don't think he did know it was that bad. But okay. Uh, okay, so I logged into Twitter. Yeah. To like see reactions to the Nick Chubb injury. But everyone was fucking talking about they were like, and it's all the fucking same people who were doing this. I quit Twitter eight months ago. Yeah. Um, and it was all the same people who eight months ago were like, that's it. I've had it with this shit. I'm going to fucking blue sky social or whatever. And it was the same people doing it again. So did Elon Musk like announce something? Oh, he... a lot of people were like, I think he said everyone's going to have to pay for Twitter. I think nah. that's what it, I didn't catch it. I saw some people being like, nobody's going to pay for Twitter. Why would anybody pay for this? And I was like, you guys can't just appreciate you got this app for free for 14 years and you pay for pretty much every other single app. I mean, I wouldn't pay for Twitter. Well, and but... also this, this is the smart thing about Elon Musk is all the people who are like, fuck you, I'm out of here and have been saying that for nine months and haven't left are addicted to Twitter. They oh, yeah. fucking go in anywhere because if they were going somewhere, they would have left Twitter nine months ago when they started complaining about it. Yeah. How's blue sky. So you? I, I guarantee those people will absolutely be paying for Twitter because they can't, uh, they, they can't break the addiction. They don't know yeah. what else to do. 
I mean, it's eight bucks a month. I don't know if I'd pay for it. I don't use it enough to pay for it. You'll pay for it. No. Yep. No, I don't get any benefit. Although it is kind of nice now that like whatever Elon did to the algorithm, all it does is show me conspiracy tweets. And I fucking love that. So I, it's funny because it's like, like you, I'll go on to see what's going on. And unless the people I know who I'm friends with on Twitter are talking about something, I won't see it. I'll just see like conspiracy stuff. And then I can watch the slow progression of like conspiracy accounts I follow just slowly go right wing and go down like the tube of that. And you're like, oh, well, there's another one lost. (laughs) Or is it another one gained, Dale? Yeah. Uh, So would would you want to talk about, sir? Oh. Uh, let's all, let's talk about Babcock because hockey's coming up. Oh, I thought you were going to go uh, the other B word. Oh, Bobert or Brand? Dude, let's have a 3B day. Dude, I can't hear you. I muted myself. The bees! <laughs> Bee. It's a bees! <laughs> oh, God, the bees! <laughs> You're so excited to uh, talk I, I about thought, Bobert getting uh, felt up in Bobert. the Beetlejuice musical that you muted yourself. Yeah, I, yeah. I would so horny to talk about this because... Dude, let's uh, do it. Let's talk uh, about what, Babcock, Bobert, and Brand. Okay. Wait, you, cho- you want to do cho- Babcock first? Well, I mean, I said it first, but we've said all three, so we can start anywhere. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do... Yeah, let's, 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 just, do, let's just do it. Babcock first because it's the least horny. Bobert's horny in a good way, and Brand's horny in a yeah. bad way. So let's talk about just like I guess bad, Babcock's kind of horny. Yeah. Like if I go up to a person, I'm like, "Hey, let me see the pictures on your phone," and they're like, "Are you a serial killer or a pervert?" Because those are the only two answers to that question. Derek, I know you're a doubter about um, Paul Biznasty Bisonet costing babcock the his phoenix rising of his career well i just thought it was a little uh like a little soft bitch move to like whine about uh how babcock like violated these players fucking uh their privacy by having them like share pictures from their phone and then it like so paul b isn't that former nhl player did he ever play on a team coached by Babcock? Because it kind of felt like the guy had a fucking bone to pick with him. Uh, maybe. Was because he Beast played on Annette Pittsburgh ever coached by Babcock? Well, yeah. Well, anyways, what um, he uh, where Bizonette is ex NHL player with Ryan Whitney and uh some other guy who hosts the podcast spit and chicklets and on the podcast biz was like said he got texts from current columbus blue jacket players saying that babcock was up to his old shenanigans that got him shit canned out of the league in the first well one of the reasons it wasn't the only reason but in was it toronto he got fired from that he uh, left the yes. league was he yes. the guy who kicked somebody in the back he was, uh, yeah, like accused of being like abusive. Yeah. So one of the things that he did was he would he would have meetings with the players, and this was before he'd be like, "Let me see your phone," and he would go through their camera roll to see what kind of person they were to basically see if they were I don't know going to be a problem or if they had too many Instagram thoughts on there. I don't I don't know how you tell what type of person a guy is by their pictures. Like if you look at my camera roll, it's basically my baby's face and leaves. That's it. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to tell what type of person I am by looking at those pictures. Well, but that's what like the, the players that were interviewed by the media were basically like, yeah, it was just like a getting to know you exercise. And it was like, share a couple photos from your phone that like show, like if you look at my uh, camera roll on my phone, it's, it's the same thing. It's like pictures of food, pictures of my baby. So you yeah. could infer that what I, oh, and pictures of sports cards. So what you could infer is sports that my three cards. favorite things in life are sports cards, food, 
and my baby. And that that's probably true. That's an accurate, true. accurate thing to say um but uh yeah bizonet turned it into this whole fucking thing where it was like this invasion of like players privacy uh and babcock ended up getting fired and i was kind of like well this is like a little snowflakey like why are we getting all fucking offended that like like this this qual this qualifies as abuse in an nhl dressing room well this I actually listened to the podcast, so I'm an expert on the topic. But what happened was Bissonette wasn't like, this is an invasion of privacy. He was just like, why would you do this if this is what you got in so much trouble for last time? Why would you need to see the players' pictures and stuff? And then they made jokes about like how Babcock just wanted to go see pictures of all the sluts that the players were hanging out with and stuff. Like, I mean, I get it. I want to see Johnny Goudreau's camera roll, see what that guy's up to down in Columbus, Ohio. Now that he's not out of the Calgary media sphere for hockey, he's probably just going buck wild down there wearing Louis Vuitton sweatsuits and going to the strippers. But what do you think players take pictures of in Columbus, Ohio? Just like industrial smokestacks and <laughs> uh, fucking depressed people in the streets? Depressed strippers that they go dance with? <laughs> Topless bars? Wait, that, did, did, did Goudreau have a story break about strippers or something? No, but if anybody on Columbus is going to go see strippers, it's Goudreau, right? I don't know. Old ham and cheese Goudreau. Why? Because he's got a French. I love spitting chicklets because they have like the dumbest um, controversies. Like, did you ever hear about ham and cheese Goudreau? No. Like, I think it was Biznet. He had said when he was in Calgary, he said Goudreau only ate ham and cheese subs and showed up to camp overweight because of it. And then Goudreau heard about it, was all pissed. And then they had like a back and forth. Yeah. This was like five years ago or something. So they always like, they always jokingly call him ham and cheese Goudreau. But yeah, like, I don't know, like the thing, I'm surprised he got fired like that fast. Like they did really, cause he, they like the only person that the media knows he met with was Boone Jenner, who's the captain. And Boone Jenner was like, yeah, I showed him some pictures off my phone. I showed him my kids and all this stuff. And we hung out. It was all right. It was not. Yeah, he made it sound like it was a whole fucking non-issue. Like, but then it's like, is, is he just saying that? Cause he's the captain and he has to like weather the storm and be the, be the guy who's like, cause at that point when he made that statement, Babcock was still going to be their coach. So he didn't want to immediately get on Babcock's bad side because the guy got effing shit canned because he was abusive. Like he's the guy who went to, um, well, yeah. And I think who's the guy in Toronto, uh, Marner. Didn't he go to Marner and make him make a list of all his co-players and say their weaknesses and strengths. And say something it was like that, and then totally private, and then he took it and lambasted all the kids to the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like weird mind shit. Yeah, but well, I feel like you got to do that to be a fucking NHL coach to get results. Like, yeah, I feel like I we're know. going away from old hard coaches, and we're just going to get player coaches from now on. Like the guys that fucking like coddle the players and are fucking like super nice to everyone and mm -hmm. you know part coach part therapist where where are they how are their teams doing dude it would be hilarious if Sutter became the head coach in Columbus yeah or uh bring uh bring fucking torts back for yeah. a third tour of duty yeah I don't know it just like I get like yeah we don't want to like uh you know, obviously abuse or create like toxic mm -hmm. environments, which Babcock is kind of notorious for doing. And uh, I think more than anything, that's why this, even though this one thing wasn't major, it was like, yeah. you don't want your coach to fucking be a distraction before this, before you've even played one game under the guy. Right. And that's what it was. Mm -hmm. um, Especially if it's but, close to the old behavior he was doing. But I think like drawing the line for like what constitutes a toxic environment, like you got to yeah. be a little harder than this. Mm -hmm. uh, sharing personal photos from your phone yeah. is like not that big a deal. I mean, I was like, okay, like as like the way Biz said it, it sounded like Babcock took the guy's phone and then was like, scroll, like 
put it on airplay onto a big TV and a big meeting room and was like flipping through the photos and stuff. But the way Boone Jenner said it, it made it sound like he just, he himself shared them to the screen. So it's like, it, I don't know, like it's, who's right here. And it, the other thing is like Boone Jenner's the captain. He's the nice guy. What's Babcock is Babcock going to be as nice to the next guy and be like, Oh, show me a couple photos. Or he's like, just give me your phone scrub guy. Who's yeah, a, is he going to be third like pairing sh- defense? shit talk everyone that you play with and then fucking <laughs> i'm just gonna sorry i'm just gonna look up who's the third pairing demon in columbus, columbus? blue jackets line combinations it's gotta yeah. be uh Wierenski and uh fucking oh, what's his name damn it what Stupid fucking I cl- the first thing that came up was an ad uh, here, who's your guess? Wierenski and who? Uh, no, Wierenski would be top, top pairing with um, what's his name? Ah, oh, fuck! It has the rookies from the rookie. Um, oh no, almost from April fourteenth. Fuck you, morning puck. Oh my god. Okay, wait. Oh, Provorov's on fucking. Provorov, the gay hater, is now in oh, Columbus. Dude. Which is... Yeah, he's a... Uh... Okay. Oh, Provorov's a hot top line. Yeah, he would okay. be. Oh, Eric Goodbranson's there, too. Former Vancouver yeah. Canucks break. Great. He's actually the third pairing with Jake Bean. Yeah, there you go. So Jake Bean walks in there. He's got six points last year. And Babcock's like, give me your phone, Bean, you worthless third pairing loser scrub i want to look at all the stuff i mean even a loser third pairing scrub hold on a second yeah jake bean made he's got to be league minimum or a million he made 2.3 million dollars last season maybe he's not a loser scrub well that's the thing even a loser scrub on like a hockey team if you're like oh you want to call me a loser scrub and like fucking put me third pair i made 2.3 million dollars last year (laughs) like yeah wait what did uh dude it sucks for d-men because i'm looking at jake bean and it's like you're like oh third pairing you don't actually have to work that hard but he's he played 19 minutes per game that's pretty high for like a third pairing so that means he was like yeah. on there every third third shift, pretty much. Mike Babcock's deal was only worth four million a season. So, oh, uh, yeah, but now he gets paid out. Or he's wait, not making that much more than Jake B. Wait, if he resigned, does that mean he doesn't? He's not entitled to it. The yeah. other thing. The other funny thing was Biz on the podcast. He was saying like it's it like it was so obviously a weird thing for Babcock to do this again after he got shit canned for it that it was like as if he was doing it to try get fired just so he could take the money and run and go back on vacation. But I, I think if you get, if you resign, you don't get your money, right? That avoids the contract. Probably not now. Yeah, it would. Yeah. I don't know how it is for coaches. Yeah, it'd be like probably the equivalent of a player not um, showing up for. I don't know. Like, on one hand, you're like that like wasn't en- that wasn't enough to fire Babcock, but on the other hand, it's like, dudes, dudes, just like some angry guy, and it's not like he's going to make anything nice happen in Columbus. The team dog shit. I don't know. It's fucking like, I get it because the precedent was there, but also like, come on, let's not, let's all stop being so fucking soft about shit, please. Yeah. Please. Speaking about soft about shit. <laughs> Bobert and her softies. You know who wasn't soft? Bobert's date. Uh, hey, yo, I read an article and they're like, and he's a Democrat. Oh, <laughs> really? Most, She's that was what get... they were most scandalized by was yeah. the fact that he was a Democrat. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I watched the footage of this repeatedly and zoomed in and you don't really see anything. I think people are just being like overreactive. Well, okay, so hold up. Number one, 
Uh, Lauren Boebert is a congresswoman from Colorado. Uh, she's been part of the like MAGA crew for uh, like five years now. Uh, she is she the is, Freedom Caucus or whatever? She's, she's yeah, she, she's part of it, and she's like super like staunchly uh, pro gun rights, and she's also a like uh, classless shithead troll like in Congress so itself. She's... So. People. She's like the negative equivalent of AOC. Yeah, basically. Okay. She's like, yeah. She's like the the um the right wing version of AOC. Dude, she kind of looks like she's our like... friend Abby. You think so? A little bit. Eh, no. I, I think that's an insult to Abby. Yeah. Personally. Um maybe she's but, the uh, so of course like the left is going to lose their fucking minds and like go ape shit when something bad happens to Bobert um, yeah as they do and of course this was going to be a giant news story but the thing is that like before so Bobert and her date story's just fucking awesome Bobert yeah. and her date got kicked out of a theatrical performance of Beetlejuice so number 1 a i didn't musical. know I didn't even know Beetlejuice had been adapted for the stage, which is exciting. Number two, Bobert got kicked out for like behaving inappropriately. And they said not only um, they didn't say anything about the sex stuff at first. It was she got kicked out for vaping. Yeah, and yelling. Vaping and yelling, which is like, I'm like, you go, girl. Like, you got it. You're a congresswoman. You fucking, you vape your little heart out. Like, that's all. Just got fucking worked up for Beetlejuice. I get worked up for Beetlejuice. Yeah. Who doesn't? (laughs) <laughs> and I would assume if I was going to Beetlejuice the musical, I would assume oh, that the people in attendance with me would be pro vaping and pro yelling. Yeah. So, like, where did the disconnect happen here? So, Bobert and her date got kicked out, and she pulled a big old fucking bitch. Don't you know who I am? As she was getting kicked out, and someone that got that on helps. video and put it online. Oh. People lost their shits. Lost their shits. Lost their shit about it and then i don't know what happened because i didn't follow the story that closely but all of a sudden there's videos posted online of them inside the theater and they're groping each other like horny teenagers yeah yeah they are she's 36 so she might as well be a teenager as far as i'm concerned she's also recent she's recently divorced like very recently 36 year old divorcee button down republican dude i love this story because it's like it's like the hallmark movie all we all want to see she gets married young she has kids she's doing like the traditional housewife thing she's sticking to like classic values she's a republican she's swatting down all these like like progressive things and then a democrat walks in and sweeps her off her feet and plays with her titties and like a musical and then she just like can't contain herself because she's never felt emotions before and she's it's just like how bobert got her groove back pretty much i would pay to see this movie i you know i would um okay but like people were saying that she like pulled the guy's d out which you don't see on the video and i don't think she did like they were like she was giving him an hj and i was like mm, not from the video like it looks like she was reaching for it but there's no like movement if you're just listening to this you miss me making hj gesture with my hand and and you like you go watch go watch the video yeah yeah go watch the video oh, she dumped him. she dumped him because he's a democrat really she found out he was a democrat she's like that's why he was so horny he tried to tempt me with his satanic left-wing ways the story just gets better she like she real after like she falls into the seduction of the left-wing like male seductor i guess you would say like can sirens be male she felt the siren song of a 44 year old democrat historically but yeah yeah uh Question for you, Dale. Mm-hmm. Which part of Beetlejuice made you the horniest when you were watching? Oh, I've got to think a yeah. long way back. I don't know. I remember Beetlejuice was like, it was hard because you were like constantly flipping back and forth with who was hotter, the mom or the daughter. 
because it was the chick from. No, it was definitely. It was Winona Ryder and Winona Ryder. What's that? What's that woman's name? Kevin's mom. Yeah, Kevin's. Uh, Catherine. Wait, Catherine. Yeah. Oh my God. Catherine something. She's a super famous Canadian actress, and we should know her name. She was in Catherine O'Hara. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Dude, I used to have a mad crush on Catherine O'Hara, and I think it's from Beetlejuice because she was like, ever been. She was like a bossy art chick, and I was like, I kind of like that. Um. I don't know what the horn is for. And Gina Davis was in it. She's smoking hot. Gina Davis was in it, yeah. But she wore like a flannel shirt. Gross. It was like the whole movie was Gina Davis pre-taking her ponytail out and she's all that. And the whole movie, you're like, man, if she just wore a (laughs) non-flannel shirt. (laughs) If she just wore anything. (laughs) Dude, maybe in the musical, the Gina Davis. Catherine O'Hara was not. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, with the 90s look with those giant shoulder pads, she looked like she was like one of the... Catherine O'Hara was not. She looked like... Damn, do you know know there's a Beetlejuice 2 coming out? What? Oh, nice. Does it got... uh, What happened to Michael Keaton? Why is he acting in everything again? Michael Keaton's in it. Winona Ryder's in it. Jenna Ortega's in it. Oh, Monica Bellucci is in it. Yes, please. Uh, That's Monica Bellucci is my old lady crush um yeah she was pretty hot um willem dafoe is in it gross so i'm guessing it is uh winona ryder and her daughter go back and she yeah, discovers nailed it. beetlejuice nailed it. And beetlejuice is upset that she left so it's like nailed the it. beetlejuice version of hook dale yeah dale yeah. You fucking nailed it, bro. Yeah, man. You I'm fucking so, nailed it, bro. I'm so good at guessing totally plausible and you're obvious a fucking plot. You know what you should do is apply to replace some of these fucking screenwriters that are still on strike. Dude, I've like, already said I'm a I, I'm a plot master. I will scab for movies. Just pay me half of whatever union is. And yeah. I'll do it. I will come up with your totally obvious plot points for digestible viewing entertainment. <laughs> it won't be Dale just feeding prompts into chat GPT, like no. write a script for people yeah. used to where Lydia <laughs> and her daughter return. <laughs> the first movie is the Trudeau one we came up or you came up with on chat GPT. <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember what it's called. Yeah. Oh, speaking of AI, man, have I been hitting the AI like a uh, ideogram AI? It's this new, Oh, I made new, uh, chat or podcast logos with it yeah they'll be dope. up on this we episode should... i'm gonna put them as the artwork for this episode and then i made we one of a, using of a chick Beauty. with a tattoo across her like chest that says outrage factory and i'm gonna use that instead of that picture of you and me standing beside each other in front of the graffiti because it's like we made that picture ironically but we've used it so long i'm scared people think that we think that we're that cool in it and we take ourselves seriously in front of graffiti. So I'm going to put that up there. But yeah, man, I've been hitting the AI art pretty hard. The crappy thing is every time you try to do something horny. It yeah, it's you. it's all pretty dope. You may. Uh, no, some people have found a way because you can go onto the site and you can like look at what uh, some of the prompts are. Yeah. Um, and you can see images that like so you can't get like horny and like full nudity or yeah. anything but you can do um begins i think you could do, do uh the thing you do is you go string bikini and fashion photography as the prompts and then it'll like put up some bobert material over the dress well people do it for like wait hold on hold on hold on Hold on. Oh, yeah. And it's good because you can get actual like, people. You can make stuff that looks like celebrities, whereas Dali doesn't let you do copyright um, brands or labels or things that look like actual people. But this one and it allows you to do text, which is mind boggling. So you could do like full graphic design with it. Did you fig- did you figure out what you're doing? That's what. So I was just. I was just about to search for um, Lauren Boebert 
uh, in a bikini lounging by the pool. And I'll see, because there were there were ones like I was scrolling through and you can see the prompts and it's, uh, there are, um, there are, are people getting horny with celebrities in here and they're like yeah. uh i can't remember the one i saw but it's like this celebrity in like a deep v-cut shirt yeah uh, showing cleavage or something so you can get like a little horny you just can't yeah. get like super duper horny you can get like pg weird science wait. horny 10 seconds i tried to uh make a horny birdo pinup but it didn't make like the dinosaur Birdo from Mario two. It just made it like, it made like the Birdo body, but then like a bird head. It didn't quite get the whole thing I was trying to look get for. Cause I was trying to make Birdo pinups. That would be hilarious. I'm trying to get my, uh, my horny Lauren Bobert. Oh nice. yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. Dude, send that go. to me and I will put it in the podcast tomorrow when I'm editing this. Here we go. AI is wild, man. Mm-hmm. Truly wild. Uh, none of these look. That one does a little bit. Nothing else really looks like Lauren. <laughs> Some of these are kind of funny, actually. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Noise. I'll send it to you. Uh, anyway, uh, Lauren Barbert, kudos to you for living your best divorcee life. Uh, I'm fully in favor of vaping and giving hand jobs at a in any public place honestly but especially at a musical performance of beetlejuice yeah. uh and uh you know this whole whole ordeal made me respect her just a little bit more yeah it made me hate her with less of a seething passion <laughs> yeah because i was like it made her more relatable right it's like yeah i could see myself a attending a musical production of Beetlejuice and be vaping there and see giving a Democrat a hand job there. So it's, yeah, you that know, is very true. It's uh, I, as a tip, Bobert, if you want to get horny at a musical, just go see Rocky horror picture show. Yeah. They, you could pretty much do whatever you want because that show is risky. Unhinged. Unhinged, Unhinged. So another wellness hero guy mindfulness guy podcast guy i don't know does he still act because i only know him now from the podcast really. he's more like a podcast guy now i think dude he is the most impressive podcaster because like when he talks he talks so fast and he never like forgets words and he could just go for like 10 minutes straight it's it boggles my mind how good he is at talking yeah he's really good at talking yeah he's super good at talking He's also apparently good at uh, non-consensual sex six years ago. Or well, okay, 15 so years ago. Here's the thing that surprised me. Yeah. Is that like knowing Russell Brand and who Russell Brand is. Yeah. Dude, uh, him and Katy Perry broke up and one of the main reasons was because he was a sex addict. You had to know there was some darkness uh, in his past. Uh, uh, yeah, like I was I was going to say, like, I was surprised. The most surprising thing about this is that Russell Brand wasn't caught up in Me Too volume one, right? Yeah. Like, how did these allegations like if I had to put my money on a celebrity who had some sexual uh assault skeletons in their closet it russell brand would have definitely been like top five yeah dude it's to the point like on the set of forgetting sarah marshall Kristen bell was reportedly went up to him and was like you better not fucking try anything with me like before they started filming the movie so it was like everybody knew this guy was like had sneaky yeah. hand he was like a sneaky hand creep basically and he was super horny so it's like people knew about this yeah. like what 20 years ago? The only weird thing to uh, me is yeah. like conspiracy dale speaking. Wait, is forgetting Sarah Marshall 20 years old? Something like that. Is in the 20s of 2000s. Look up the date. But it's like the weird thing about this one is it isn't that Holy fuck. When did it come out? 2008. That movie is 15 <laughs> years old, bro. Yeah. Forgetting so we, Sarah Marshall yeah. is 15 years so, so the weird forgetting thing about... Sarah Mar <laughs> Marshall. 
Okay, go. <laughs> Weird thing about this is like, so Russell Brand has this like podcast where it's like controversial and like he talks about a lot of conspiracy shit. And it's like to the point where he does the first 15 minutes on YouTube. And then he's like, okay, after 15 minutes, we're switching to this other play. I just listened to it on Spotify where they apparently let everything just fly. So he he's like, he's so, he's cognitive of how controversial his opinions are and stuff that he stops talking on YouTube after 15 minutes. Cause he talks about like vaccines and all that stuff. And like big cor- corporations like black rocket stuff. And then the weird thing to me is it's like, he hasn't been charged yet. And out of nowhere, four girls at the same time come together. Cause usually in a situation like this, one girl will come forward and she'll charge him. And then other people will be like, holy shit, you're charging him. He did something to me too. So it's almost like some force or entity had these four girls and stopped them from coming forward like in Me Too version one. And they're like, pay them a retainer just to keep them in the pocket. And then Russell Brand did something more egregious than he has with what he's been saying that they all just like basically pulled the trigger and we're like, okay, now we go after him. And the other thing too is like, it's been less than a week and it's like his tour got canceled. Uh, they pulled off all the podcast episodes of other podcasts he came, he was on. They pulled him off of everything. They pulled all the, he, they demonetized his YouTube. So it was basically like a fire hose of washing this guy out of media, out of nowhere. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't do it. But I'm just saying it's awfully suspect how fast it went from, hey, Russell Brand did this to four women in the past, and now he's completely scrubbed off the internet. Wait, why is that? Why? What? What? Because it doesn't usually happen this fast. Oh, yeah, it absolutely did. No, like, what? it's like, it's it usually happens in gradiated steps. Like, it'll be like a couple weeks. And then it'll he'll get charged, and then they'll be like, "Okay, we're gonna cancel your tour, your because he's doing like stand up wellness tour." Like, all right, we'll cancel that, and then they'll go back and they'll slowly pick him off of like oh, old totally, podcast stuff. Totally happens that fast. There was what know. was it? July, June, July. The lead singer of Andy Flag was basically like some woman alluded to how he had sex he had sexually assaulted her years ago in a podcast interview and like literally the uh, it was like 12 hours later and they had like deleted all their instagram accounts and sponsors had canceled them their record label had dropped them they were like deleted from the internet uh the band issued a statement saying that they were parting ways with their lead singer it's like it happens like the time from like allegation to like fucking yeah. frontier justice is like nothing now. It's like if, well, it's like, if someone makes allegations yeah. against in the anti-flag instance, like how that happened so fast with the band, it's like they must have known and they must have had that like pre-drafted. They're like, all oh, right, sure. you can roll with us, but if it ever comes out, you're out and like have like a contract signing behind behind the scenes of like basically a legal divorce between like the creative entity. Like there's no way a band can just be like, you're out without getting sued. I mean, I don't know if Antiflake's big enough. Uh, I think they're big enough, but I think mm-hmm. they also like, if you sexually abuse or assault someone, you can't sue them for firing you over it. Yeah, I know. But for me, it's like, it's weird because I still think that like everybody, like all these, like it's what's creepier. The fact that the singer of Antiflake did this or the fact that from the outside looking in, it looks like the other people involved, like his label and everything, had like an escape like hatch ready. They're like, they just pull a handle and everything explodes. Like they had had it set up prehand. So they obviously knew what was going on and they knew what a dirtbag human being he was but they still rolled with him because it hadn't come out and then as soon as it comes out they just pull the escape hatch and then they're gone like what isn't that that just seems gross to me yeah but i guess they're making money while he's still happening ejection handle i couldn't think of the word fucking ejection (laughs) yeah it's ejection (laughs) low low t dale coming in hard (laughs) 
Well, is that it? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Because I just got a headache from talking. Uh, anything else? Anything else that starts with the fucking letter? It has to start with the letter B. That's the rule. I don't know. Hey, anything let's... else you want to talk about? Yeah, I don't know if anything starts with the letter B. Um, yeah, no. How's things? How's how's having your kid in school again? Oh God, it's been what? like almost a month, you know isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking great, man. It was like <laughs> Noah's in school. The other the other kids in daycare. Oh so nice. it's like it's like, yeah, having like hours in a day where you don't have to worry about entertaining children or fucking it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful time. Parents across the world are rejoicing right now because they get to put their uh kids into basically with state sponsored babysitters for eight hours a day. Yeah. Or five fucking six six hours a day say it's not that long kids are soft yeah but it's nice that like i bet it's so nice that for working from home now that you can actually reap the benefits and not just like looking after your kids now you can actually do work and not go in and yeah slack off like and... work for a fucking hour and then fucking have to like cook a kid lunch and then like work for another half hour and then no one needs to fucking help with something and then work a little bit longer and then Aiden needs to be fed or like it's fucking you know I don't know how working parents or like especially like parents who like work and like homeschool their kids or keep their kids at home I don't know how the fuck you do that because what the fuck yeah or like stay-at-home moms yeah seems like so much work like I only have one baby and I'm like have to do minimal work like Andrew does most of the work and there's times where I'm like oh my god like this kid even yeah, though, like, it's fucking exhausting. Well, the worst yeah. thing for uh, I'm gonna go a little woke. I'm gonna go men's rights activist. Does this work with a bee? You're gonna get you're gonna get red pilled here. Step into my lair, the lair of men, where we talk about things with a men's perspective. But it's like because Andrew is still on fucking uh, maternity leave right now, yeah. right? Yeah. So it was like my whole thing was like I would go to work for fucking you know, like nine hours of work and then I would come home and then Kate, Kate, who has been with the fucking baby all day would be like, here, it's, it's your turn to take the baby. You're, you're on baby duty. Cause I need a break. And I was like, okay. And then like, it's like work to like baby work. And then I was like, well, when the fuck, when the fuck do I get a break? Yeah. And my break would be from like, uh, you know, 10 PM to midnight every night after everyone else had gone to sleep and I was too mm-hmm. exhausted to do anything except zone out on some video games. And I was like, dude, this it's is my the worst time. part is it's like me, I, like at least I get to leave and go to work. So like, I can't be asked to do stuff around the house, but it's like, I'll come home and I'll do baby stuff or whatever. And then you go to like play video games and then you're just such an old piece of shit. You fall asleep while you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't even do that. Like you don't even, yeah. It's like, Oh my, my me time is just me. Like, getting a little extra sleep because i'm exhausted yeah. all the fucking time it's basically <laughs> nine months of that yeah it's like you think about year, like what those piece of shit boomers did when they like had cheap house it's like another step to make you hate boomers because they had piece of shit house like cheap houses they had cars that were like two thousand dollars they didn't have to go to college they just had like a career straight out of high school and then they didn't have to look after their own kids. They could just come oh, yeah. home, dinner was made, and then they could just go watch TV and read a newspaper. Yeah, because that fucking house that they bought and that car that they bought, they could afford all that shit on one job. Yeah. <laughs> like, all you needed was one person in the house to be employed, and the other person could fucking take care of the house and raise the kids. And, like, that was all you needed. And now you need, like to be in a fucking four-way relationship, open marriage, all living together in the same house with a litter of children just to make ends meet. Dude, it was so bad that some dudes made enough money off one job to go to a town an hour away because they had no internet or way of searching it, and they would have a second family. Yeah. Like, they had enough money to raise two families at once. Yeah. That is preposterous and i don't know why anybody would ever do that to me that's like having a second family is as mentally broken as being a serial killer 
I'm yeah, I'm just like, why would you want the extra fucking work? Like it like I would sense. I would have a second house an hour away in a different town, and the only thing that was there was food I shouldn't eat because it's bad for me and video games. Video games, that's it. Yeah. And a nice comfy bed to oh, catch yeah. up on your sleep in. That's it, it. That you never make and it just smells like you because you haven't washed the sheets in dude amount of time. Even and it's even disgusting. having a mistress, I'm just like Fuck, that seems like so much work. Yeah. Like so much. Why would you do that? Well, why do you want more work in your life? Or like having sex the with games. the maid so she doesn't like the maid. So like these dudes who have sex with their maid. So the maid yeah. comes to the house and yeah. you know they have to clean the house after the maid leaves so the wife doesn't catch on. So it's yeah. like they're paying for a maid and they have to clean the house. I would way rather get a mistress for free. And she cleans the house. Yeah. Like, do mistresses do that? That's one no. argument in favor of cheating on your wife. That oh, no, they don't. They don't. No. they don't clean your house for you. And it was just be the sex. opposite of these dudes who have sex with the maid, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> like, yeah, I had uh, sex with you and bought you presents, and now I have to clean my own house instead of having a maid. What? I'm sorry. Hey, Internet, thanks for <laughs> joining us for this episode of Our Rage Factory. Uh, I've been your co-host, uh, Derek Boland. I just tweeted for the first time in nine months, so you can follow me on Twitter at Herder. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, you I, get ju I just you got in trouble because I did it in the main area downstairs instead of a bedroom. Man. And people could hear me swear, so. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well. Good thing you already humped a baby into their daughter because you ain't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All <Now> right. Where, <laughs> where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot or the podcast Twitter is OutrageFactPod at OutrageFactPod. You could send us an email at OutrageFactory. Oh, no, wait. OutrageFactPod at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, say some nice things about us. Say just one nice thing about us. I think that would uh, that would help a lot. Uh, and uh, until next week, stay angry. Mm -hmm.